morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. family. Happy Friday. Thank you for getting your day started with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin. With me is Elton Jones, and we are here to bring you a jam-packed show eight minutes or so and we're gonna get you caught up on all of today's news elton as we start most shows you know it's either a anniversary or a birthday or a fun fact so we'll start today's episode by saying ace ventura pet detective released on this day in theaters in 1994 you think of comedy jim carrey is on that mount rushmore of goats you know all-time greats this is probably his most iconic role, if not top two, top three. Elton, do you have a favorite Jim Carrey movie? Ooh, hmm. What's the one where he went to, he like annoyed a guy to death? Was it the, the Cable Man? Oh, Dumb and Dumber, my guy. That's Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah, that one in the Cable, the Cable Guy, I think, too, yeah. For sure. I Dude, I gotta say, like, I'm putting Ace Ventura in that top slot for me. Like, it's all-time great. You get a great cameo from Dan Marino in it. The first one's really funny. I think the second one, When Nature Calls, is also pretty slept on. I think it's super underrated. A lot of people only think about the first one. But I gotta tell you, as a kid, I, I personally enjoyed the second one quite a bit. Elton, let's get today's show on the move. We'll start over in sports. Sports. Later today, the Olympic ceremonies going down. They're actually happening right now, but the broadcast will go on later tonight. It feels like just yesterday that the Summer Olympics were going on in Tokyo. But now we got the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing, and they have kicked off. Uh, now, although some events like women's ice hockey and downhill events have already started, the official opening ceremonies for the games are going on right now as we speak. You can watch the event on NBC. It's being live streamed there as well as the streaming service Peacock. And if you missed it, have no fear as the event can be rewatched on Peacock or NBCOlympics.com and the NBC Sports app. Sean White is a uh, resident of my hometown, Elton. So you know I'm always pulling for the flying tomato, as they call him. Elton, do you have a do you have a competition that you like to keep an eye on during the Winter Olympics? Oh, snowboarding all the time, dude. Like I remember playing the Sean White video game series, so it's like I'm gonna just tune in to see these guys hit the half pipe, land some sick tricks, and just bail at the last minute. It's amazing television. One hundred and ten percent, Elton. Get us caught up to date over in gaming. Gaming. Yeah, so last year, I don't know if you guys remember, but this Super Smash Bros. type game dropped, and it had a whole bunch of Nickelodeon cartoon characters just beating the hell out of each other. It's actually still getting some extra content from the development teams of Ludosity and Fair Play Labs in the form of like new fighters and stages. Yesterday, we all learned that a familiar face from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series is now a part of the game's massive roster. So now the evil Shredder is finally playable, and he'll be joining the likes of Leonardo, Michelangelo, and April O'Neil. Another cool addition that's recently come to Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is a new stage based on the classic Nickelodeon game show, Double Dare. The nostalgia feels there are so strong with me because it's one of my favorite shows from back in the day. Dude, I am getting smacked in the face by nostalgia right now. I cannot believe you just said that. Man, hopefully at some point this game gets a Legends of the Hidden Temple stage. It's only right. Oh, dude, that is too... This feels like such a no-brainer. Like, how how are they not doing a, a Super Smash Bros. style game with Nickelodeon characters earlier? Like, why, why are we so late to this right now? Right? right? Why did it take so long? <laughs> so we're going to move over to the world of entertainment and talk about Dakota Johnson being cast in a Spider-Man movie. 
Entertainment. Supposedly, this Madam Web movie has been in the works for God knows how long, and it's contained within Sony's whole, you know, Spider-Man cinematic universe. At first, there were rumors about Sandra Bullock taking the role. I remember there was a Jimmy Kimmel interview where she was asked about it, and she, she played pretty coy, but Dakota Johnson is going to be playing the character. There's a lot of questions surrounding it, but like, what do you think is going to tie the whole multiverse together in the Spider-Man universe and the MCU or, or what? I mean, the hardest part about a movie when it revolves around Madam Web, I mean, Madam Web can't move, right? Like, she's got psychic abilities or the ability to see into the future, and she's a lot of times the person in the Spider-Man cartoons mm. who brings all the Spider-Men together to fight like these major villains. Well, in a movie that's just about her, how how does that happen? So I'm thinking here, like she's gotta be the one that brings the right Spider-Man to the Sony-verse. She's gotta be the one that's like putting teams together or else this could be, I mean, this could be a very different movie, Ellen. I'm I'm still up in the air on this one. I was I was definitely hoping to see Sandra, and if we don't see Sandra there, you know, maybe, maybe she's got a little room over in the MCU to work with Tom Holland. Maybe. So, Bo, Scream 6, that's, that's happening now, right? Dude, it is happening. What, like, these horror movies and their reboots, man, they're, they're just getting greenlit and greenlit and greenlit. We had, we had Halloween, you know, over the last two years get two movies. Scream 5, the reboot, which came out about a month ago, is killing right now at the box office. And now, because of that success, they have greenlit Scream 6. Now, earlier this week, we also got our first trailer for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot coming to Netflix. Ellen, I wanted to wrap up today's show, Staying in Entertainment, because we are literally 30 days away from the Batman coming out into theaters. So what I want to do, Elton, is every single weekend leading up to the movie, I want each of us to give our audience one piece of Batman content to go back and consume for that weekend. So I'll, I'll kick off this weekend. This weekend, everyone, as we are one month away from the Batman, go back on HBO Max, Batman, the animated series, season one, episode 10. I think it's one of the most important episodes probably in the show's history, and it's called Nothing to Fear. Now, the plot doesn't really match up with the movie that's coming out in a month, but it does have a very important moment in the show. And Batman is, is taking on Scarecrow, and Scarecrow's fear toxins are working hardcore. And Batman, you know, Bruce Wayne's dad appears in front of him and says, you're a disgrace. Batman responds and says, no, I'm not a disgrace. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. And when we got the first trailer for this movie, it was that one line, I'm vengeance, that got everyone riled up. I've posted that clip like 60 to 70 times. I think it's going to be a big part of this movie. So that is what I'm going to, that's the homework assignment for this weekend, Elton. Elton, what's the, uh, what's the homework assignment for the weekend? If you have a PC that's capable of playing like a whole bunch of games, as a Steam, you have a Steam account, make sure you go download Batman Arkham Origins. It's criminally slept on. I know everyone talks about Arkham City and, you know, Arkham Asylum and Arkham Knight, of course, but this game was pretty much the prequel to all those games. It's one of the better Arkham games out there because it has some of the best fights in the entire series. I'm talking about, like, Batman's whole encounter with Deathstroke. It's one of the earliest boss fights in the game, and it's incredible. You actually have to stay on your P's and Q's because you're not just going to hit the light and, and button and the counter button every five seconds. You're going to have to, like, map out your moves because Deathstroke is a master assassin, pretty much. So it's pretty cool playing through that boss fight. 
The whole story behind the game is just Batman having to defend himself against Black Mask and all his goons, while also having to deal with the Joker during like their earlier interactions. It's a great game, super underrated. Make sure you check it out. Well, that is it for today's episode. For more details on all of these stories and more, head to 137pm.com. Follow 137pm on all social media platforms. Please hop into our Discord so that you can chat with us in the community. We actually have a Discord stage later today. Connor and Elizabeth will be going live at 11 a.m. Eastern time to talk about the book of Boba Fett, which I haven't, I'm not caught up yet. But from what I'm hearing, it's just absolutely bananas, just off the rail bonkers right now. They're going to be talking about the show later today, 11 a.m. Eastern time on Discord. So please go there. Hang out with us. We're talking. We're chatting. We want to hear from y'all. We will be back tomorrow. And as always, Elton, you know the deal. Remember to stay curious. Curious.